This weekend our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This weekend our collective heads This weekend our collective heads so we're gonna we're gonna uh, talk about some video game news and uh, some stuff that we think is important that you you if you like games you probably would think it was important. We're also gonna tell you the context of why these things are important because the why is important as well. Yes, and so I do want to start with uh, thank calling out Kid J on YouTube. Yeah. Um, last week's last week last week's episode coming up on on YouTube had zero audio and yes. like. We are two fairly good-looking dudes, but I don't think anybody's here for that. Not for an hour. So, uh, so <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah, definitely not for an hour. So, uh, thanks to Kid J for the audio catch. And um, if if you if you see slash hear any issues, let us know because we want yeah. to make the show the best we can for you. Tweet so, at us, Facebook Messenger. On. This week as well. Yeah. This week in our collective heads starts every week when it's available with uh, with the backwards compatible news because this is something that Microsoft has been doing for a while and we this week may be my favorite or most exciting week as far as backwards compatibility spec ops the line has yep. been brought up to backwards compatibility <laughs> this, okay this game and kingdoms of amalur are are yeah. my two that are just must have Oh God, oh God, how did anyone miss these? Because um, Spec Ops The Line is an absolutely incredible military shooter that is so much more than that. Um, yep. Military shooters, not my thing. Uh, Patrick, you play the you play the campaigns for like the the Call of Duty games and stuff. Yep. Okay, cool. But Spec Ops The Line is, is a single player multiplayer, or sorry, single player military shooter that has one of, I would say top three best stories that i have seen in any game ever it is absolutely amazing playing it all the way through to the end it's 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 got some like deadpool fourth wall breaking moments that are just bizarre and but they make sense in the context of the game and anyway, i'm going to stop talking about this because i'm convinced i could do an entire episode just talking about how good spec ops the line is. maybe maybe i'll do that I'll, I'll do i'll do a review of spec ops the line and tell you why you should watch it for, so look out for that on youtube yeah we also uh, got next the... up... hmm? go ahead next up is the darkness 2 and have you played that one uh i have not played the darkness 2 i've not played okay. the darkness either well let me tell you about the darkness uh, the Darkness 2 is is actually, the Darkness 1, obviously, was where you were fighting against the darkness and you fought it with a flashlight and you tried to move fast enough to eliminate all the darkness and then, <laughs> and then you failed and died. Okay, well, and I so didn't... The dark, the dark 2. Mm -hmm. Do what? I was going to say, I didn't You know didn't it play became. it, but you I... know it's not that. I know it's not that because the darkness is a comic book character. Oh, okay. Well, let's assume that The Darkness <laughs> 2 was about the comic book character. And tell me what The Darkness oh. 2 is about. Oh, okay. I apologize. Because this is a Troll to Troll 2 situation. Uh, okay. In that case, yeah. So, Troll being a movie about Trolls, Troll 2 being something else. So, um, Darkness 2... But which one includes the line, they ate her, then they're going to eat me, oh my god. Darkness 5. Okay. The Reckoning. 
<laughs> so there you go. Um, speaking of that, uh, f- uh, real quick, I'm going to start. I've been talking about this a long time, but I'm going to start doing movie reviews again. Um, and uh, my my fur, I'm subjecting myself to something. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to be watching all of the witchcraft movies. If you're not familiar with that series, it is a horror film series that no one wants to watch. And there are, right. I think, 17 of them. Holy. Okay. There are, yeah, 17 right. of these. Well, then you do that. Yeah, I'm going to watch every single one of them because there is there is no reason for these things to exist. And I want to, I, I the, so they started in 19, uh, 1989 and went to 2008. And none of us have, have heard of them. There are, sorry, 13. I thought there were 17. I'm going to have to look. I think there's spinoffs. Um, there's way too many. That way too point. many. Way too many. All right. uh, there are more of those than so Star Wars have, movies. <laughs> yeah. And we, so, we, so we have that coming up. And then mm-hmm. uh, I've talked to Cass, and she has, I think, three reviews lined up. And okay. so now that we've figured out some of the, some of the audio and video stuff, mm-hmm. I should be able to record those within the next week or two. And hopefully we'll be able to have those up for you. Um, in the very near future because I know we announced that at the beginning of the year yep. and um, we have not yet been able to do that but she has a couple lined up and then um, I'm going to be interviewing uh, interviewing I'm going to be reviewing mm-hmm. uh, Altered Carbon and I think I think that you had some thoughts on that too if I I'm do. not mistaken so we'll have those ready for you uh, by next weekend yeah. uh, and then the third and then the third of the games <laughs> that was backwards compatible is The Misadventures of PB Winterbottom and yes. so um, I, I know that it's about, I know that the PB is an abbreviation for peanut butter, but that's that's about all I know about the game. Could you tell me about the misadventures of Peanut Butter Winterbottom? So this is actually um, so this is a seek. This is about the secret uh, origin of the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, and PT really? PB went yes PB Winterbottom and how he uh, he got lost uh, in the city. See, he's a very eccentric man, kind of like Monk or um, or uh, what's that guy's okay. name from the Aviator? Um, the guy, you know. Um, so, uh, Howard Hughes. He's a really eccentric guy, peanut butter mogul, right? So he, he, is, the, he is the Carnegie of peanut butter. Sure. Gets, gets uh, sidetracked and his assistant loses track of him and he wanders around the city. Um, and he he uh, stumbles upon uh, a, a chocolatier, a chocolate factory. Um, but to him, right. it to him it is it is a uh, this this weird, crazy um, you know uh, creation. He doesn't understand how chocolate works. So the game is kind of going through the way that he views the world and the way that he views um, how chocolate is made and and, and factories. Uh, through his strange um, eyes, and at the end, he decides to merge, uh, to have a uh, sorry, a, um, a contract, if you will, a an agreement with that chocolatier to put his peanut butter into their chocolate, and thus is the species peanut butter cup. This game doesn't sure, exist. That, but I would that play that. Just that seems just as likely as anything else. I. Yeah. So yeah, so for those of you who haven't watched the show before, if we don't know what the backwards compatible games are, we make them up. And someday, going back to the lottery money from Totes, someday I would love to have those uh, like animated Musk <laughs> because that he's he's the animator I would trust with our loopy crazy ideas. And they have, some, but we do actually have some real, real news this week. Yes, well, we got one more backwards um, so compatible game. We have we have the Stick of Truth, uh, yeah. which was available as part of a pre order 
for uh, for Fractured Butthole before that came out. Um, but February 13th, that's going to be released as an official, yay, now you can actually play it. Which I knew and was going to And buy happen. it on uh, Xbox yeah. and PS4. Um, and I believe it's only like 15 or 20 bucks, which is a good deal because uh, you, you played Stick of Truth and you really liked it, I think. I loved it. I mean, it's it's very retro when it comes to the uh, the gaming, when it comes to the uh, the gameplay, but the humor, it's very South Park. It is, I mean, it's written and directed by the guys who did, did South Park, or, or written, I should say, not directed. The game is made by another company, but everything was produced and oversaw by uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. So... I mean, you, yeah. you, it's like living in South Park, their version of South Park, not the real South Park. Um, I absolutely love the Stick of Truth. Uh, Fractured Butthole, I think, has some interesting stuff when it comes to gameplay. There's some interesting enhancements that they've done in that. Um, I personally don't think it's as funny, but maybe it's just the setting. Um, they're still really funny, though. I would play both of them okay. if I were if I were you. Um, on the, so we've got uh, that, and then we've got the the. PlayStation Plus games, yay! Yeah. And, okay, this, this month we we talked about the Xbox games last last week, mm-hmm. and PlayStation absolutely wins February because yep. I'm I'm genuinely excited about some of these games. PlayStation um, we wins have on Knack, one. Yep, which is which is probably less of a win. Uh, I don't think either one of us have, have played it, but it was it was a, a launch title. Mm-hmm. I plan to let the girls play it. Oh, you did? It's fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's um, fun. It's it's not. It was not worth a full price game, but I really enjoyed it. It's a really cool. Uh, to me, this uh, knack was uh, was almost like a tech demo showing what a PlayStation Four can do. I enjoyed the. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun okay. game. Your girls are going to enjoy it as well. Um, I'm really yeah. surprised that Rhyme got on this list because I, one, first of all, I was about to buy it, and second of all, this game didn't yeah, come out very long that's ago. A fairly new game. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, uh, this is the best version Nack of it. Was a launch mind. title, but oh. Rhyme. Uh, Knack was a launch title, but Rhyme is like within the last six months. I feel like, and it, it kind of got brushed under the rug. But like, look, at the very least, it looks interesting, and, oh, yeah. and that's that's one of the main things I look for in, in these games. Um, and then on PS3, we have Spelunker HD, not yeah. Spelunky, not. Spelunky. But I, I don't know if. You, if, if, if you're seeing video, it definitely looks like somebody like hacked Spelunky and tried to make <laughs> another game. Because like it's it's a lot of the same mechanics. Mm-hmm. I will let you know if there's anything to go there because um, I played Spelunky for a while. Um, I I got I got to hell. I didn't beat it, um, and and I know I know that that makes me a fake Spelunky player, but uh, but like I I explored and I unlocked a lot of the a lot of the content. But uh, but yeah, Spelunker HD just just looks like somebody was like, hey, what what about this other thing? And so I will let you know if that's something that you should play, or you should just go ahead and buy Spelunky. Um, the other one on PS3 is Mugen Soul Z, which um, I know nothing. I, about you, it. Yeah, I, I I have no idea on this one. But this will be this will all be part of the roundup that we that we will do. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do it closer to the beginning of the month. Um, because of the fact that Xbox staggers out their their releases, we can't always do it like exactly when we want to. But we will try to have these reviews out for you as quickly as possible, so that you can check out whatever it is that you're that you're looking for. But this game definitely um, has animes in it. I see animes in it. It, it yes, it has yes. the animes. Um, <laughs> Exiles, Exiles End, End yes. looks. Oh, I looks can't wait for this. Actually, pretty cool. Yeah. 
Uh, it looks it looks really cool. It's yeah. it, and mean, that's that's a Vita title, and I think that one's cross by, right? I believe it's cross by. I hope it's cross well. by because I don't have a, P, a Vita anymore, and this is one of those games that makes me want to play play a Vita. Um, I will say, uh, playing my Nintendo Switch, uh, I'm playing because uh, of uh, its convenience. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's made me play more handheld than I usually play, and in this in this case. Uh, this is something I would play on handheld. It, it definitely looks like it would lend itself to this. Um, yeah. To this. Uh, also, we got Grand Kingdom, which I don't know a lot about. I'm, I'm genuinely excited about. Um, I've heard that Grand Kingdom was good from uh, for for those of you who who followed uh, IGN back in the day. Uh, Jared Petty and uh, and Colin Moriarty both said that they enjoyed Grand Kingdom. So this was one that was actually on my wish, like on my PlayStation Store wish list thing. I'm genuinely excited about this one. And this one is coming to, to PS4. I know this one's coming to PS4 as well as to Vita. And I cannot wait because this this looks like the the turn-based JRPG goodness that that I love. This, yeah. this is absolutely my jam. So I will let you know, um, I have really high hopes for this one and then you know, like you said, Knack was, Knack is is great for a free game, and it's it's good for kids. Rhyme looks interesting. Knack would have been good for a twenty dollar game, but it wasn't the twenty dollar yeah. game. I got yeah. it for like fifteen or twenty used. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but in, I don't think it was worth that. Uh, real quick, Karen in the uh, in the comments was talking about uh, Acon. Uh, so if you're in the uh, in the Dallas Metroplex area, uh, Acon this year is going to have a uh, a gaming uh, arena. So they're going to have gaming tournaments um, at Acon, which I haven't seen them do that nice. before. I haven't seen them do that at a lot of conventions except for maybe a small room that's relegated to uh, some like you know. Like third or fourth floor on the hotel that no one goes to, um, and it's usually a bunch of yeah. it's usually a bunch of uh, indie games that I'm interested in, but a lot of people aren't, so the traffic's really low. So if you if you're a fan of uh, of gaming, you may want to check that out of, of esports because they're going to be doing uh, gaming tournaments at Acon. Um, I think that that makes perfect sense for a lot of these. I don't know why they don't do that at more conventions um, because I I, I think. Part of it may be because uh, it doesn't make enough money, um, but every now and then I see like pinball, but I don't see huge. Con- I don't see okay. that big of a push for gaming uh, tournaments. I think after hours it should be like they, you know, after ten, it should be like freaking gaming the whole time. Actually, yeah. most most cons end at like seven, so after that, like yeah. gaming, have a concert, make it a party. That's what I say. Exactly. Yeah. On to some uh, some more uh, news though. Uh, Red so speaking, Dead Redemption speaking Two. Of, speaking mm-hmm. of parties, yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two. We have we have a release date. It's coming out we October twenty sixth. Officially announced by Rockstar. We we had a couple of leaks um, for September. Yeah. Um, we didn't report on those because we 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 weren't sure. And so it appears that it is coming October twenty sixth. That's an official announcement. So that's that's what a year ish after it said it was coming out yeah, but that's I'm fine that. because to me when it's done and that's the thing um i'm curious i'm curious what they're going to do with online because we don't we don't have any information on that we have a couple of new screenshots and i, I huge respect sure for for rockstar north and their their ability to to say hey here's a little bit of information 
you know the game's going to be good and they're not they're not spoiling things and i appreciate that there's you know we've seen a couple moments there's like oh there's a train and here's a bad guy and here's some people that i kind of want to shoot in the face like <laughs> you know but that's i knew I that was good. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and like you don't you don't need to sell me on the story you are rock star i know the story is going to be, be good i know it's going to be an adventure i know um it, Rockstar games are the few that I can talk about to, um, uh, I was about to say adults, <laughs> the few that I can talk to about like, uh, I can, I can talk to people like my dad or others when they see trailers for something like, like uh, Red Dead or Grand Theft Auto and they, they may not be gamers, but immediately they're like, it looks like you can do like, like there's this train heist and there's this going on and it's so exciting. And I, yeah. I, I mean, my, um, uh, I, I've played stuff like that and to just to show, uh, like I said, like my dad who's not a gamer or other people who aren't gamers, they can still get in on this because the story and the content is so good. And uh, if you're playing the quests, there's not a lot of, of downtime. I would say that Monster Hunter, which I'm, I'm loving, Monster Hunter, if you're not a gamer, may or may not be something that a non-gamer would want would want to watch. Pers- a person yeah. who, who plays games every now and then can appreciate it. But like yeah. Grand Theft Auto um, and, uh, and Red Dead Redemption and I, I'd even say Bully are ones that you can play quests you can play a quest while someone's hanging out watching with you and they're not going to complain that they're not playing they're going to enjoy it they're going to enjoy that ride and i'm completely ready uh to enjoy that ride and be able to uh ride a horse again um in uh in the in the wild west uh speaking of things that have nothing to do with horses um (laughs) there's uh recent news uh coming out about a uh atari uh previous atari record for dragster uh, which we now mm-hmm. know, uh, it's oh, was thirty years ago was when the record was yeah. uh, put in. Yeah, so we because now it, know it that was it originally was, you would take, uh, originally they would take pictures of their of their, you know their, the end screen, and then send those in as proof of of whatever it was that they had done. Yep. Um, and this this was you know Dragster was a game where you know you had to do like pixel perfect uh, shifts. Yep. And so they've been they've been working on this. We, I'd, I'd heard about this for a while as as a thing that they were like, hey, look, you know, we've we've emulated the game and we we have a computer doing it and the computer can't reach the speed that you claim to have reached. Yeah. And and so so that went down. And then uh, there's also a Kong like for those of you who watched the the doc King of Kong. Yep. Or Kings of Kong. I forget King which one it was. Um, um, one of the records, one of the particular records, was removed there because it was revealed that he uh, that he actually played it on a MEME, which I was going to say an MAME emulator, but that would have been redundant. Yeah. Um, Mame is actually an arcade uh, emulation system, yep. and so he wasn't playing on the physical hardware. And so with with that, it would be there are some things that would be easier because like I could play with a controller longer than I could actually play with the the joystick and things and like because the the thing with the records on Kong or or Donkey Kong is is like physical fatigue becomes a factor just yeah. just based on how far you go. And the funny thing about that is um, the same person that uh, that had. Their, their record removed on Dragster was actually the official witness um, that 
that verified that 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 record was accurate. So to have oh, both of those come out in, in one week is, is pretty bad. Um, it's, it's really bad. But yeah, but it's it's interesting because there there weren't there weren't m multiple types of records. It was just you know what what is the highest score? What is yeah. the the lowest speed? You know how how fast can you do things like mm -hmm. this? And now there there's there's a lot more that uh you know it's like you know the the zero glitch or the or the 100 percent or any percent or you know there, there's like all these different categories because there is a different skill set there is that is required to do stuff like this um and super mario world has some really interesting things that people can do and this this <laughs> this week somebody managed to trigger the end by uh manipulation in the game with a couple of pixel perfect jumps and like you leave certain items in certain places and you have like you have to have a fireball going mm -hmm. and you have to uh set it up so that it accidentally duplicates a yoshi block in a place where a yoshi block isn't supposed to be and then you have the egg fragments it's 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 bizarre i yeah. I, I sent a link out to it on on twitter i'll try to put, i'll try to put up another one um it's, after this goes live yeah. so that you can you can see that it's pretty amazing um to me in a world uh, right now we I mean, were in a world where patches uh come out for games day one they can fix issues and that we you know if we have these historical games like like super mario brothers or others uh, or donkey kong and people can dive in and exploit these things like you said it's a different skill set and everything you want to talk about that main yeah. quest right that's our main quest i i had originally planned to i kind of feel like we covered it we kind of did so let's move on <laughs> <laughs> there we go so uh, last week we talked about about the the PlayStation PlayStation sneakers that are all fancy and everything. Um, there, Xbox has decided to bring it up and make it even more blingy, even more ostentatious. And I'll be honest, I kind of like it. Uh, they're they're having a Madden competition. If you if you win, you know this Madden 18 competition mm -hmm. that also involves their their mixer thing, which is like their new streaming thing. I still don't know what it is because I don't have an Xbox. You're you're you are my Xbox guy. I have an Xbox. Um, I still can't figure. Yeah, it out. but mixer is is still just bloody confusing. I'll be honest. Um, but anyway, they're they're trying to they're trying to promote this new system, and so yeah. if you if you're playing Madden on Xbox with the mixer thing, you can win these like. Like it's it's right up there with the Super Bowl ring. The Super Bowl gold like diamonds rings What's are a ten thousand dollar ring. That Xbox yeah. ring is a ten thousand dollar ring. Yeah, and I would absolutely love to win that and sell it immediately. I know you would. Because I, I I have my I, Xbox. I, don't, I, don't that. Like, I, I, I like I have a ring. Know, it's pretty. Same here, but like I have an Xbox. I like my Xbox. I'm a huge gamer. But I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not a, I'm not a fanboy. Um, that's something that I would either sell or I may I may put in I may uh, see if um, honestly I may I may contact Randy uh, and see if he wants to put it in the video game museum. I mean, it's something that like you know it, it, to me it's like 30 years from now. That's something that people will talk about, kind of like the. Um, uh, what was that Atari game? The Quest, that Quest uh, Atari game where you um, uh, what was it like? I, I can't remember the Adventure Quest. Was that what the one? No, it was uh, the Atari. It's just Adventure. 
adventure. Oh, the the one where you could get the the sword and the and the crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had, if you if yeah, you yeah. got like thirty years from now, this this ring may be something that people talk about like that. They're like, "Where's the ring that someone the rings that someone <laughs> won?" Um, I we still have, think we have those... Lord Scalawag Lord Scalawag on on Twitch chat. He says that's going to be an awesome Pawn Stars episode. <laughs> I'll give you ten bucks for it. I'll give you ten bucks. Oh, yeah. like so, yeah. I'm, I'm speaking just... speaking of 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 uh, and the rings and the contests and stuff. Um, Ready Player One. We're we're like a month or two out from that, and I'm I'm really excited about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. And and that 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 contest or spoofed in that game or in that yes movie. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I'm looking forward to it's seeing all about that. the '80s. Uh, yes. I'm I'm so um, happy that um, I mean I love the book, but I'm so happy that watching the trailers because I've seen, read the book, so I'm like I don't really have to be spoiled. I'm not going to be spoiled on this, but I'm so happy yeah. that they've included more recent gamer gaming uh, icons into the movie. Yeah. Like I don't care how brief it is; it doesn't matter. The fact that I'm pretty sure Tracer showed up in there, and I'm like this is this is great. Like like I don't even need her to yeah, be a big part. I, I, I just haven't I just haven't been watching. <laughs> you've read the um, book you know i mean you know what the premise is and everything it's not it doesn't spoil anything i i listened to will wheaton read the book to me it was nice of him <laughs> um so as far as as far nice. as games that are coming out uh-huh um we have a new battlefield game that is coming this year um i'm curious what you think this is going to be like are they going to stay in world war one are they going to move to world war two with with call of duty because like um one of the things last year is like, oh, I can't believe they're, you're going back to the old world wars and not giving yeah. us new wars at the same time. It's like, okay, these have been in development for years. So the new Battlefield game, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm curious what they're going to do with it. Let me tell you um, what I think, not that they're going to do with it, but what I would like to see that they do with it. Do. Persian Gulf. Please do. Ooh. No, no, it's it's been uh, 20, it's been 20, 27 years. It's been twenty seven years, but we're still fighting there. So I don't know. <laughs> but how great is that? And then like to go through the we're talking the George H W Bush war, and to talk about yeah. Saddam and and I would love to do that to play through a campaign and, and go through that because a lot of the technology is similar to modern technology that we have now. Uh, it's it's similar but just not as fancy. Um, but a lot of the uh, a lot of the quasi modern guns were were first used there. Correct me if I'm wrong, people who are in the military, because I know my military from gaming uh, and and gun aficionados that I know. But um, I will say I would love to to see that because the setting I think would be really good. The missions would be really cool, and I'd love to hear an NPC every now and then say something like towards the end say something about like I'm so glad we're out of here. We're never coming back. And I'm so glad we beat Saddam. Saddam and uh, and all his people are going to be free now. Or like, well, they didn't. We really beat Saddam. But we, but we didn't beat Saddam in that case. We just went into Ku- we got we we helped Kuwait and then we got out. That's really all we did. Um, but I would yeah. I would like to see something like that. Um, you could also bring in uh, uh, some events that happened where when. Uh, the United States aided um, uh, Osama bin Laden to fight the Russians um, when we aided him yeah. to get the Russians out of Afghanistan. There's like some really good stuff that's quasi-recent history that no one's talking about. People talk about Vietnam. I think Vietnam could be good, but the problem is going to be navigating through woods, uh, playing games like yeah. Arma and some others. It gets really hard and because someone can just be right behind that tree and then they pop out and you're done. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd I'd like to see that. Um, sword Quest. Sorry, Karen. Karen commented. Sword Quest was the game we were, we were talking about before. Okay. Um, yeah. And then in that in that same in that same announcement, they said that the we we talked about the anthem delay from yep. from. We talked about that last week. I said it was five out of five as a possibility. Yep. <laughs> Can Let you me verify that? because mm-hmm. yes, I called it, and that that one is absolutely uh, absolutely news. And they said. My favorite part about it, though, is is during the financial report, they said that this is this is not a delay. We're just moving the release date, and I thought that that was one of the greatest attempted, yes, like like uh, perversions of no, this isn't this thing that it absolutely is. It's something else entirely, and I I, I found that pretty entertaining. That's so corporate um, speak. That is so corporate speak for. I mean, I, yeah, I see yeah, through it because so. I'm around it all the time. But you change. You don't the, have to be around it. It's, it's you change the release not, date. That is a delay. Now, why the delay complete. happened is a different. Why the delay happened is a different story. We don't. And and they said. The delay yeah. is not because of uh, the game is behind on uh, production. They said it's because we want to concentrate on the story. Immediately, I thought yeah, of and, and concentrate that's, that's on the story funny. of why you're delaying the game. Because <laughs> I don't care why you're delaying it. You're delaying <laughs> it. You, I mean, to me, or I sorry, I should say, I, yeah. I, 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 I want to know why it's being delayed just to understand context. Um, I don't mm-hmm. need you to tell me it's not a delay when you're delaying the game. Don't tell me you're delaying the game, but it's not a delay. Yeah. It's just moving the release date back, but it's not. A, no, that's the same thing. That's the same thing. So, yeah. Um, I'm then still we, have, we have Witch news, <laughs> and then we have a bunch of Nintendo news that came out with no details whatsoever. Yeah. But the first thing that we have is, is Hollow Knight on Switch. Um, this is a game that's been on Steam for a while. Absolutely on my radar. I'm going to play it. Uh, on Switch right whenever I get a chance. <laughs> but but this is Hollow Knight is coming to Switch and it's going to include uh God's Glory, which is the 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 third piece of DLC. They're kind of releasing it like they did with um like Yacht Club did with with Shovel Knight is like they got it kickstarted and they were like, okay, and then after it comes out we're gonna have these three pieces of DLC. And so this is coming to to Switch and it's gonna have everything in it. And I'm gonna buy it, I'm gonna play it, I'm gonna beat it and it's gonna be wonderful and I cannot wait because Hollow Knight I mean, if if you if you're watching footage, this this, yes, this is my jam. This is my kind of game, and it, it looks like a a mix of Salt and Sanctuary and Shovel Knight, and I would I would absolutely love to raise that baby and put it through its tasks and or falls apart really quick. So I'm gonna move on from that, but uh, but we did have some more Nintendo news, and the Switch has outsold the Wii U in nine months. Yep. Because the week, because it's better in every way, and yeah, there's no reason why it shouldn't. Though the Wii U, the Wii U was a was a um, to me was the midpoint between the Switch and the Wii. The Wii U was an upgraded Wii. Uh, it did a lot of the things that the Wii did, um, but for the most part, people couldn't justify buying a new 
console that did almost the same thing but also had an additional gamepad it also had, of course had the yeah. um the confusing marketing so well i'll just say what i think is great about the switch is they they looked at the wii u and said we did everything wrong let's do everything right this time let's give the con give them a console yeah. a console that everyone is going to enjoy which by the way i've got one two switch footage uh playing right here because you know what that game is hilarious and fun to play with a group i don't care people talk about it being overpriced i agree but it's fun um um, and that's what the, the the Switch does what the Wii did. It's a fun console that anyone and everyone can get into because the control schemes are easy enough. Um, the, they're intuitive. Uh, it's also, if you like handhelds, if you like console gaming, whatever you like, unless you're a PC gamer, Master Race uh, kind of guy or girl, um, I think the Switch appeals to everyone. If you like uh, handheld gaming, it does it for you. If you don't, if you don't want to play handheld, that's fine. You just keep it docked. Yeah. The Switch is doing everything that a, a modern. It is the modern console, in my opinion. It is the modern console yeah. for the modern person because uh, PS4 and and Xbox are amazing. They do amazing things. But if you are just concerned about gaming and you don't care about graphics, you just want to play a game, you want to get in there, you want to do it whenever you want to do it, the Switch is amazing. And third-party developers are realizing that as well. Third-party yeah. developers are flocking um, to it because of that. And speaking of third-party development, all the way down to the base user, um, mm -hmm. we have a little bit of news about the the Labo. Labo? Did we ever Labo. figure out how that gets pronounced? Labo. Yeah, the Labo. Uh, the Labo allows you to... <laughs> right the yep caught that yep. um the the labo is is and plus laboratory yes um, so speaking of la laboratories um the 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 labo will allow you to program your own custom robotics yes. and so it allows you to put in if then statements and this this is beautiful because yep. this this you know we're, we're gonna play it but in the end i think that the that the labo is is mostly for kids yeah um, but if you, you look know, back right under. here it kind of and starts to show that if you look at if you're watching the video yeah. here it starts to show it right about here you can see that they actually start tweaking oh, where is it i thought it was right there um they start there it is they start tweaking different setups and see what they do in this case yeah. it failed um i yeah. think I, I had no idea that was going to be a part of it i was going to get it anyways because it looks it looks like fun it looks like something will be interesting definitely for the show i'm going to record the heck out of building it uh and and everything this is definitely something kids are going to love some adults may may be like oh i can't believe they're selling this cardboard it's so inventive though and it's it's but it's, it's gonna programmable be... cardboard that's the important thing and and once i knew that i'm like i can't see why um this now appeals to kids it now appeals to, I would mm -hmm. say, gamers who want a, a really fun, unique experience, but also now geeks. What can I do with this? If it's programmable, exactly. what, what's the and extent I... of it? Little Big Planet, they made clocks in the game. They made calculators in the game. I mean, what can yeah, we do and, with and this and thing? <laughs> once, once you, once you open that to to just see and just kind of throw it out there and be like, what can you make? Or like the the systems that they made in Mario Maker. Like if you give people creative minds yeah. enough space, they're going to come up with some amazing things. And I personally cannot wait. I'm I'm done. 
programming myself and so any any programming energy that i have is going toward getting a job sure so i'm, I'm working <laughs> on that but uh but this is this is something like i said you know this is this is for mostly a younger audience mm -hmm. and i can see this um really helping people to to find and discover and learn like if, if that's something that that drives uh, a kid if that's something that inspires a kid they're going to find the ways to to make this happen yeah and i cannot wait to see i mean i think that i think that labo with with the the ability to to program and and the the versatility that this has that i think that in you know 10 15 years we could see the next elon musk being like yeah yeah i, I played with that when i was a this kid is how and I started. This, yeah. this is and even people that we never hear of yeah that move into into this so anyway this is minecraft this is, did it. This is nintendo's really doing it now it's wonderful um speaking of things exactly. that speaking of things that are wonderful mario kart and that minecraft did first minecraft did mario kart going mobile that's true mario kart is going mobile minecraft went mobile and i didn't like it mario kart is going mobile <laughs> and we'll see if i like it if i like this um i've Again, people keep talking about how, yeah, people are. It's the same thing that people are complaining about Bethesda, saying, "Why are we? Why are you giving me the same game over and over again?" Because it's good, and we want everyone to play it. Is the answer? Um, Mario Kart is the same. It, it, I feel is the same answer that people talk about Skyrim. Why is Skyrim on the Switch now? Because Skyrim is great, and now people can play Skyrim that may have not played it, or you can play it while you're you know on the bus or on the toilet or whatever you want to do and in this case you can do that with uh with mario kart uh but not have to bring your switch with you i don't know how the controls are going to be with this i'm i'm curious if it's going to use the um uh gyroscopic haptic feedback kind of stuff to control which i didn't use in mario kart yeah i know that i used it for about 10 minutes like two two uh tracks in the original wii mario kart not original the wii mario kart um I played that for like two tracks and I'm like, yep, done with it. I, I don't, I already do yeah. this. I don't want to, I don't want to overcompensate my turns. So I don't know how this is going to be on mobile. Um, I hope that it's going to be good. And, but I think it's refreshing to see Nintendo get out there and say, we, we have a handheld mobile, a handheld console, but we'll also be on mobile because I think they realize yeah. that those are two, that, that, you have one, you have sometimes it's two different demographics. Sometimes it's the same demographic, but either way, they're going to give you money. So yeah, I think it's, I think Nintendo's being smart now, which is crazy. I can't believe I'm saying things like that. Yeah, <laughs> but they did delay Nintendo Switch Online until September, which, yeah. ouch. That's, I, that's, a, I a, that's a full year and a half after it started. And they didn't give us any details. They just said Nintendo Switch Online is coming in September. Um, okay. So here's here's my prediction, and I'm going to go ahead and put this in the predictions. Okay. Um, one of the things that they've done with Switch is they've they've worked on giving us a a like a, a high end game, like because indies are flocking to this system. Yeah, it's wonderful and it's fantastic. Um, but they're they're they've been giving us uh, something something big, either a remaster or a brand new game every month, and I yeah. I, I really appreciate that. So. My prediction is September, they're going to give us Smash Brothers Deluxe. And we're going to get to play that then. Because okay. that is that is an excellent way to to just snap in. Mm -hmm. That is that is the biggest that is the biggest game that they have that 
fully incorporates an online system and yes. that because um when they when they actually launch it because you can already play splatoon 2 and arms and whatever you can you can play those online for free but much that's when they're going to start charging you yeah and yeah. so in, or, in order to get people to throw that money down they're going to need to have something at launch that's like this is the reason yes because for splatoon a lot of people it's not enough smash, smash. is the way to do it Smash is enough. Smash is enough for a lot of yeah. people because playing Smash in a tournament is really fun, and being able to play that uh, in a in a good online community is gonna be yeah. is gonna be great. Now they previously did say if they, if we hold them to this, they previously said that they're gonna have if you if you're part of the Nintendo Switch online, Nintendo Online, whatever they call it. Um, every month you're gonna get a, uh, a a retro game for the month to play, which. Yep. Um, I'm really hoping that what that the reason that they delayed this is this is my hope. The reason that they delayed this is because they want to have the eShop ready then. So that way they can that way you can you can be have your e subscription eShop. Yeah. eShop and the and the virtual console because the yes. eShop it it functions ish. Yeah. But uh the, what but I yeah, meant was virtual console. Yeah. I, I we have the eShop, but I'm in virtual console so that way oh, okay. that way you can say okay, you're like oh, an here's your here the, the reason that I that I I'm hopeful that this is the reason for the delay, and it is a delay, and that's fine. I'm hopeful that the reason for the delay is that they wanted to make sure that when their online community launches, that they give you the free game for the month, and if they want to be able to tell you at the end of the month, or, or, or be able to prompt you and say, hey, this is the free game for the month if you want it afterwards here. And they give you maybe yep. the next couple weeks or a month afterwards to say, hey, if you enjoyed whatever game, we got this on discount for you because you're a because you're a pre you're one of the um, uh, subscribers. I think yeah. that would make them so much money. It's insane, Nintendo, because you're Absolutely. you're giving us you're giving us a game now. Personally, I know we talked about we were you and I were talking about the value of games early uh, earlier on in the week um, as well, but. Um, just to briefly kind of talk about that, if you give out the game for free, it can devalue it later on uh, because you've either highly discounted it or given it out for free, like in a PlayStation Plus or Xbox One uh, uh, scenario. And while that is something that's going on in modern gaming, I don't know if Nintendo wants to do that. I know that I would love for them to yeah. do that, but at the same time, if you give me if you give me an online uh, functionality that works for online Nintendo Online. If you give me a free game every month to play during that month, and that way I can try it. If I like the emulation, if I like the way it worked, and I can purchase it, great. Give me discounts every now and then. I'm fine with that. I would love for them to give out a free game every um, every single month, but I feel like Nintendo, because it's so first party, they're going to run out of games, and it's not worth as much money to them as giving us a, dis a reasonable discount. So personally, I cannot wait for this, and I hope that that's what's gonna happen, is that I get a free game for the month and I get a discount for it later on if I wanna keep it in my library, because I love my Switch, I love Nintendo, and I am so glad they're back in the game like this. So happy about that. And another thing that I love is movies, and I'm really hopeful that the Mario movie is gonna be good, because the other Mario movie, not so much. <laughs> There's a new Mario movie that's the that's other Mario movie. Dot dot dot. You get it. You get it. You know. I will say that um, this is one of. I have a couple a couple early uh, uh, memories of going to the theater, and this is one of the 
early memories I have going to the theater, watching this movie, and I remember loving, as a kid, loving the design of like uh, of what they did with with uh, with the Koopas, and um, uh, I just liked John Leguizamo, anyways. Um, and I remember walking out of the theater thinking like, oh, that was really fun. And I wasn't upset that it was so different. I was hopeful that there was going to yeah. be a sequel because it sequel baits you at the end. Um, and uh, I'm yeah. really glad that I'm really glad I grew out of that very quickly. Um, the news here is that is critical the, thinking. <laughs> yeah. Right. The, the news here, though, uh, is the the the. Um, uh, Illumination, the same company that brought you Minions, mm-hmm. which I know all of you people love, uh, is bring is going to do a Mario movie, and well, and and Despicable Me, Minions was was the one that just that was that was the one that uh, you know as as Yorda from uh, from Spaceballs would say, merchandising, merchandising. I know, like that's that's where that came. It did, but I, I've always thought that. Um, they're, they were okay, but they're way too much into merchandising. But maybe that's why Nintendo paired up with yeah. them. Because Nintendo is a toy company and a cardboard company, a card company. Um, that's what they are. They make games, but that's what they've done historically. So maybe that's why they teamed up with them. I know they didn't team up, they, they didn't team up with Disney because Disney's, Disney doesn't want doesn't need to. Um, yeah. I'm, and, uh, Personally, I am. I'm hopeful because I would love to see a good Mario cartoon movie. I would love to see a good 3D, like the the Mario Galaxy, Mario Odyssey 3D uh, Mario. I would love to see that. I would love to see a fun story because kids still love Mario, Um, and I think that. if kids are if kids are exposed to it, then they'll then they'll go and be able to play stuff like this, uh, be able to play. And I think Mario Odyssey is a great example of that, where um, we have another generation that this is their first Mario game, and they they yeah. can then go back and play other Mario games. And I think that the Mario movie, I'm hopeful, will bring in more merchandising and video gamers uh, and everything because. It's a yeah. fun it's a fun IP and it's one that I think could do really well. Zelda has been something that's been in development hell forever and I don't foresee it being good because voicing yeah. having Zelda voiced I feel like is going to be weird, but Mario's perfect. We, we've seen it and it is. It is. Yeah. But Mario is perfect, and I, I, I would love I would love for them to do this well. And I'm a huge Zelda fan. Don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Zelda fan. I just don't think it'll translate very well. Okay. Um, things that will do well, though. Mm-hmm. Far Cry 5 Season Pass. On the I'm going to buy the crap out of this. I, yes. I am so excited about this. Okay. First off, if you buy the Season Pass, which I'm going to do, and you, you've heard us talk about don't buy Season Passes until you know what's in it, and don't buy it if you don't know. Okay. This Season Pass comes with Far Cry 3, and if you if you... Buy far, if you buy the Far Cry 5 Season Pass, then you get to play Far Cry 3, which is the one with Voss, and Voss is an amazing villain. Um, you get to play that a month early, yeah. and then they have three different modes. There's there's uh, Mars, there's a zombie mode, and then uh, what, was, what was the third one? Uh, anyway, just a bizarre and interesting, a bunch of bizarre and interesting things that... Um, 
that you you get to play and vietnam that's the third one yes um yeah it it looks absolutely wonderful and i i gonna get it because um what 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 ubisoft does with with their smaller projects they did this with blood dragon they did it mm -hmm. with valiant hearts they did it with with uh yeah they they just they just take some ideas and they they put it in and like we talk about you don't have to give me 30 hours of content to make me excited about something give me a quality short experience yeah. and i will be excited these are three quality short experiences that have nothing to do with far cry 5's story or whatever it's, and blood dragon proved it, that blood dragon was what eight hours long dragon was was amazing i loved it and, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that so much fun with it i'm hoping that the vietnam part i mean i not that I know that I think Tropic Thunder lampooned uh, Vietnam movies so well that I'm hoping this yeah. does something similar where you have those those archetypal Vietnam soldiers all, uh, you know, uh, in there. I don't even care if they rip it straight out of Tropic Thunder, even having a uh, <laughs> even having the, the, the token black guy talk about, you know, mixing up some collard greens and all that, because that was the that was the funniest movie and watching, watching. What do you mean? What you do you mean? <laughs> that's just, that's such a. It was so well done, and not to get on a tangent about it, but but the, yeah. the care that was taken in that movie to not only lampoon lampoon that lampoon uh, something that is so um, you know is so horrible part uh, horrible part of our history, but um, yeah. but to do to handle those situations and race in in such a manner was so good. And ah, yeah, I, I will watch that movie again. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the other thing is that the the, the title of of the Vietnam section yeah. is Hours of Darkness. Okay. And heart heart of darkness is is what goes to it. It goes to the road. It goes to uh, which which one is it? Is it Armageddon now? I think. Um, and again, to go to loop it all the way back up to the top, Spec Ops: The Line. It's it's Heart of Darkness is is about the horrors of war, and so I'm fine if that one's serious. Yeah, I was trying to figure out so, what you're talking about. But you know, then we're then we're gonna go to. What do you mean, like uh, Armageddon? Now is is about the the book Heart of Darkness. It's it's like a version okay. of that, right? I think so. Anyway, but if that one's serious, now. you know, then you have Dead Living Zombies and Lost on Mars, where we go there to fight Martian arachnids. So, uh, Tandem Cannon, sorry, fighters again, they're, they're, they're coming for you. And as I have said and offered several times, I'll play through that part if you just want to watch between your fingers. <laughs> so, so, there you go. And then... Uh, couple more little little bits of news that we've got uh, coming through. We have... Um, it lurks below from the Diablo yeah. creator is in closed beta right now. Um, we, we, we really don't know anything about the game, but it's entering closed beta. So it's coming out soon. It's, it's like some kind of 2d loot based system that mm -hmm. I honestly don't know, but this is a game that I hadn't heard about. And if it's going into closed beta, um, I feel like it's going to come out fairly soon. Um, I hope so, but then again, I if you're like a player unknown, you could be in you can be in closed beta and open beta for the next seven years. Um, I well, do, there's that. Yeah, but I do love. I mean, it it looks. Um, I mean, it, it looks. It, it's taken the Minecraft. Um, 
you know, loot and building stuff. And what's the, uh, what's that game that's Terraria. exactly like it? Terraria, yeah. It's, it's Terraria with better combat and spookiness. And the building yeah. in that, like the, like Who the, spookiness? what's that? Who doesn't love spookiness? I love spookiness. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. It looks, it looks fun. Um, it also looks like something I would love to play on my Switch, Nintendo. So, get that yep. on the Switch. Um, that looks that looks perfect for that. Um, the uh, looting and crafting and the endless cycle of building stuff is really mm -hmm. fun and it's addicting, and I want to do that. Yes. So, and then the the last bit of news we have is um, Bungie has kind of issued out a, a a new version of the destiny 2 roadmap because um they had a bunch of issues with with like the ingrams and you would you would end up crafting oh it's a super epic ingram that i already have yeah. and so they, they've been talking to the community and trying to figure out where to go from here and so some of this stuff has been delayed um we have a link in the description if that's something that that you're that you're really looking for because honestly uh, you 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 played Destiny two for a while, but then you you kind of fell off of it, and I feel like a lot of people did, and they're is just trying to figure out how to how to make that work again. Yeah. Um. So again, like what? like we were talking about with the uh, with the games that you know getting the patches and everything and trying to fix a game post launch. Um, yeah. Destiny two launched, and it was it was a bit shallow, and mm -hmm. they the community called them out on it. So. I agree, yeah. and I think that what they need to reinvigorate their uh, their online community. I think this is a good, this is a nice gesture. Um, I think that what I would do, which everyone who get who bought the season pass would hate, I would love for them to give out like the uh, first DLC bit for like a week or two, like as soon as it launches. Yeah. the The immediate time that it launches, it's free for every for everyone who has Destiny Two for the first two weeks or something, because then yeah. everyone who has a copy will go check out and see what the how the DLC works. Make sure that it's open, that it's not capped to a specific level. Make sure anyone can jump in there and go and go enjoy it, because if if you continue to like we we keep saying, if you keep giving us good content, we'll keep coming back. I, yep. I was burned by Destiny 2 where I felt like, to me, it wasn't worth the $60 price tag for the for, for the game. I played it and I thought, okay, well, this is just like the uh, the expansions that I've played for uh, for Destiny. It should have been a $40 expansion, uh, yep. you know, a sizable expansion to say, hey, huge graphic overhaul, revamp the story, um, and this is, how, this is how it'll work. I would be completely fine with that. Um, but because they didn't do that, I felt burned out because the game didn't have enough, um, it didn't have enough content to me. The story was okay. Um, but the, yeah. the levels were way too linear. As soon as you get past the EDC, it's like all, uh, just completely EDZ. Sorry. Uh, as soon as you get past that, it's like, this is just linear and I'm bored and it's repetitive and, uh, not intuitive in regards to like, like where you're supposed to go. So how, yeah. having something that's linear and it's not intuitive as to where, where my path is, that's confusing. That's really yeah, confusing. So, but uh, they're, they're trying to fix it, maybe? Hopefully. Hopefully so, they fix we'll it. See. 
We'll see what happens. Uh, anyways, that's that's all for for the gaming news this week. Let us know if you enjoyed uh, if you enjoyed the show. Let us know uh, in the comments uh, if there's some news that we missed out, and if you think that you're better than Billy Mitchell at at uh, Donkey Kong, because you know what, he may have cheated, but he's still better than me. And he's still got a bunch of records. So um, we are, as of as of last week and and continuing this week and for the foreseeable future, uh, we're also launching, we're going live on, on Facebook and on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, so we have a couple of users on that follow us on Twitch, some that follow us on Facebook. Um, so you can, you can like, subscribe, share there. And then uh, this content goes up later on YouTube and to various podcasting devices and platforms. So wherever it is that you enjoy us, um, reach out let us know what you like what you didn't yeah. like and uh give us you know if you're on youtube give us a thumbs up if you like it give us a thumbs down if you didn't and let us know what we can do to improve because we as in life are always looking to better ourselves we are so totes, the topic of the episode shows our weekly topic show where we give you a topic to talk about and we talk about what you think mm -hmm. about the topic that we told you to talk about. It's pretty fun. And I, I, I really like I really like this week's topic. It was it was if you if you had lottery money, what yeah. would your gaming room look like? Yeah. And uh, the, one of the responses we got was was from Duncan uh, at Tall Tutor on Twitter. He said uh, it would be the same room, but on a yacht. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can I can see that. I can, I can dig so, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, my my ideal gaming room is the same thing as my ideal uh, home theater setup because I am an AV junkie. So it would be a adequate home theater. Um, it doesn't have to be very big. Uh, I'm, I would consider 4K projection at this point because I want a rather large screen. Um, but the the ideal thing is not only this the to have seven probably seven two sound uh, surround sound. I'm currently rocking five one. I'd like to go to seven two. But um, the the big thing that I never hear people talk about because I'm an AV junkie, I will talk about it. Is how, how are you going to route all those consoles? How are you going to route all those consoles so you can play all the games that you want anytime that you want? And uh, the way that I would do that, I've seen uh, home theater setups do, but I haven't seen uh, gaming setups do, which is to have a dedicated closet, question marks, I'm sorry, question, question mark, quotation marks, <laughs> closet yeah. um, that is, has adequate AC um, and ventilation, and you have all of your... Uh, consoles hooked up there that way they're out of sight because a lot of gamers what they do is they they, they display all of their consoles and look at all my consoles and when you walk into a setup like that if you're if if you're not a a junkie for that kind of setup then you walk in and go ah this looks messy but if you walk into a home theater and it's just like hey what game do you want to play and not and you can't you know everything is just kind of out of the way it's very um, not only is it tasteful, uh, but it, it looks real. It doesn't look cluttered, uh, and then you just have HDMI switches and uh, a receiver programmed to a large type remote. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen that. I also like. Uh, I saw a setup on online one time that was like. Uh, it looked like the. You know how the cover of System Shock Two looks? Like yeah. It's got all the, the the wires coming out everywhere, and there, there's a, there's a lot of examples of that in like in like cyberpunk and sci-fi. Yeah. But like, just the 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 very distinct corners and spread out so i would have that for my primary 
stuff. And then off to the side, I'm going to have um, like a CRT setup where it has um, all of the um, a CRT setup with basically the consoles before HDMI started. Yeah. Or HD started, really. You're so. talking. You're talking the RGB uh, RCA cables and component cables, composite cables. Yeah, and then yeah. and then just a, a manual switcher there because it's okay to have it a little janky for old because that's how it worked originally. Anyway, I'm okay with that yeah. for for some retro games. Some I I don't think um, if you have the right conversion, they actually look mm-hmm. really good and uh, really good when they're up converted. Uh, the only yeah. problem, the only reason I would use a CRT personally for that. Um, some people say color. No, it's not that. If, if you have everything dialed in right, you're fine with that. The biggest reason is if you want to play Duck Hunt. If you want to play Duck Hunt, you have to play on a CRT. So in that case, yeah, yeah I, I could see I could see using a CRT for for that. Um, Alternatively, think, mm-hmm. um, you can play Duck Hunt with a white piece of paper. You can. You can. And then you, you win every time. You you get the perfect score. Um, but we don't condone cheating like that. Uh, no, we don't. To me, to me but like, I think... Okay, so so what would what would be the essential consoles that you would need? Because, like, we've talked a lot about AV setup and stuff, but, like, which, which, which are the essential consoles, and sure. would you at any point do emulation for cleanliness? Because I have, like, a, a crisp white-sized wall yeah. of, of the games and everything. Sure. Would you want to have that as part of your gaming room, or would you want, or would you want to like shrink it to where it was like manageable? So I, I like the idea of um, this being a two-room process. By the way, I like the idea of a before you walk into the home theater, if you will, you have all the games on the walls that you can pick from. For me, I would have I would have to go back to NES, no further. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I would want to have the I would want to have the Super NES collection, and since we're talking about lottery money, I'm going to have two copies of everything. I'm going to have well the big games for me. Like I'm going to have a, a mounted copy. I'm going to spend the money in the the Super NES dedicated mm-hmm. area. I'm going to have on the wall. I'm going to have like fixed uh, and Chrono Trigger and Zelda and Mario Kart and like like yeah. the. For Metro, the really important ones that came sure. from from that era, and then um, like Xbox, you know, they're they're coming up on. You can just have the Xbox One, and everything works. And everything, yep. That's and that's the idea. Um, I, I agree with you. I go back to NES. I wouldn't go back any further than that. Um, to me, uh, I don't, I don't uh, foresee. A, a pull and a need to, at, at at a whim, be able to play Pitfall or ET, just doesn't really appeal to me. Yeah. Um. I I do like the idea of of uh, putting up like uh, you know the f- sealed framed copies uh, like in shadow boxes of those big titles mm-hmm. that are important to history. They're important to you. I think they're important. Uh, I think that for me, uh, the NES, uh, to me to me the NES, the Genesis. Um, the PlayStation all have to be in there. N64, uh, I think, may or may not need to be in there. I think, I feel I, for, I, like... I, I love parts of that system, but yeah. most... All I really want out of the N64 is is Perfect Dark and F-Zero X. And GoldenEye. Like, everything else. Because, like, the, the, the 3D versions mm-hmm. of... of uh, the 3D version of Ocarina of Time that came on the 3DS... Yep. Is is way better. Like yeah. it's, it's just 
it, it is it is it is a one one to one conversion yeah. and then they improved it it's, like and that's yeah. that's the thing is like mm-hmm. is companies are starting to recognize that we want to play those games again yeah. or for the first time or whatever mostly again i would imagine and we, but, we don't yeah we like don't i think it's, a, i think it's getting a lot simpler yeah we don't want to reimagine we want that game we want it to be convenient for us to play now and i think that's what that's one of the big reasons i was going to say i don't need it i don't need the uh the 64 because i would have a nintendo wii u hooked up as well as well as a switch but right for the well, time I need being, the, I need the Wii U for uh, I need the Wii U for Mario Maker because they haven't brought it out yet for Mario Maker. But Darn also, it, also Ocarina of Time and other games are on that. So the games that were on in '64, I can play. I can play Mario '64 on the Wii U. So in that That's case, true. So until until Virtual Nintendo Console 64. comes, we have exactly. to keep them for the Wii U. Exactly. So I've got so I installed my Wii U, which honestly I, I still like that console. Um, I play my Wii U uh, as much as I play my PS3, and I have to play my PS3 for the show. I don't have to play my Wii U for the show. Um, so that being said, um, I would skip N64 personally. Um, now you get into the more modern consoles debatable whether or not you need uh, the uh, PlayStation 2 because a lot of those t- titles are on PlayStation 4 now. There's not a lot of remasters, yeah. so that's that's an optional. Depends on your setup. If we're talking uh, if we're talking about um, unlimited lottery money, I would probably have all of these hooked up and ready to go, just yeah. just to do it and just and the and the, the closet <laughs> in this case would be a walk-in closet that you can see everything again. Um, neat, but that way you can walk in, you can put in the game that you want to play, and go play it uh, in the in the movie theater room. Now here is here's the other other bit that I want to do. Uh, my in laws got something recently, and um, it is a uh, it's like a big picture frame that is digital, and you can put digital uh, photos on it that can kind of either rotate or you can Wi Fi broadcast. Say, I want to upload this photo, not broadcast, but say, oh, I want to change out the, mm-hmm. the, the, the image and do this instead. So what they, so what I want to do with that is I would have, uh, have it set up that if you're, if you're having some people over and they're hanging out and, 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 and eating before you play, or you're just watching, uh, if you're watching a movie, lights have to go out. If you're playing a game, lights don't have to go out. So in that case, yeah. I, ha- I would have four of those, two on each side of the wall uh, walls of my home theater, and those would have uh, ga- like game, uh, like movie posters, but th- but games. So video game posters would be there, and because they're digital, yeah. I can I can interchange them anytime that I want through the flip of a, a of a couple keystrokes on my on my PC, as opposed to having to change it out. If we're playing uh, Mario Kart. All Mario stuff is going to be there. It's all, like, all going to be Nintendo. If we're going to if we're going to play anything else, something else will be themed there. It'd be amazing. So I just I just came up with this. Um, so you know how they have those those picture frames that like cycle through pictures and stuff. Yep, that's what this is. I want a poster sized version of that mm-hmm. with NES covers. That's what that this just is. Goes through them all. That's what this is. Okay, you you Big, broke up for a second. Okay, it's a, so it's that's a giant movie poster size size frame that you can put whatever you want in. That 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 truly does sound amazing. So I, I, I would be about that. What they want, what they're doing, you know, they put artwork or whatever in it. I like I said, yeah. I would be putting video game art on there uh, if we're playing games. Now, if, if if people are coming over to watch a movie, then you'd have like different movie um, 
I probably usually have movie uh, posters out because I think the movie posters, um, I think, are more artful uh, because usually when it comes to video game posters, you don't have a lot of video game posters that people want and keep because it's not part of the video game history and heritage. But for movies, that's a big part of the heritage for for the cinema, for for going to the theater. Um, But I think that would be a really cool key to that. But um, uh, was Duncan asking about HDMI switches? Or he's asking about Nintendo yeah. Switches. Yeah, uh, he was he was saying HDMI. But okay. anyway, so if, if we had lottery money, yeah. <laughs> and see that's that's the thing is like once once you get an AV guy, and he's talking about his lottery money version, he's going to go into <laughs> some pretty specifics that lost me at one point. You may have noticed if you're I watching gar- live or but later. But I guarantee if you have if you have the setup this way, um, that no matter who comes into you, it comes in there. They're going to love. They're going to love and appreciate the setup, whether they're an AV junkie or not. Because, like for instance, if if Courtney or or anybody else came over and they were going to watch a watch a movie or play a game, they would appreciate the nice, like uh, uh, well put together, clean home it's theater looking room. It's it's not cluttered. But if at the yeah. bo- at the at the front at the side or the front of that home theater. If you had a bunch of consoles hooked up with a bunch of games, they would. I, I feel like it clutters it. And if you have enough money to have a house big enough for all this, then I say, I say you have uh, you have a dedicated room for the for the experience, and you have another dedicated room for looking at the heritage and the history, looking at all the games, um, and then I like that a lot. Places. I like uh, uh, Full Metal Penny on on Twitter has yeah. has a room for his his Batman stuff. Yes, that room is amazing it is it is like like okay he doesn't have anything that plays like angel choral sounds whenever you walk into it (laughs) but you still hear them because that mm, that room it's it's amazing Um, and that's what you could do with that room with that room prior to the home theater yeah yeah. with games or whatever you want and so i think my conclusion is that if i if i have lottery money you are doing my setup as for long all as of I, that. As long as because, you have the lottery yeah. money and I get a cop, I get to do the same thing in my house. With with lottery money, you get to duplicate it. Okay, then that's so, fine. That's fine. So there we go. <laughs> so that's what and we would the, do. Let us know what what you think, Later. what you would like to do about, uh, what you would do if you had lottery money. Would you create a video game mecha paradise thing or would you do more of a home theater setup or would you do none of the above and completely disconnect from the world? Thanks for watching This Week in Our Collective Heads. Uh, Subscribe over here and click the bell. That way you'll know about any new videos that we put up because we put up a lot of uh, gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that, and gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and news stuff down here. Check it out.